Okay, so we are holding uh, in the middle of Perak Hay. We just got through speaking about the uh, difference between the two paradigms in terms of the two uh, Kabbalistic structures. Uh, one dealing with the idea of Simcha, where, <coughs> let's start the other way around, that's what we did in the Mimer. One, the concept of depression, and specifically how the male side is the idea of the gasas ruach, the haughtiness, the arrogance, feeling of self, right? And the female side is the idea of depression. And as a person uh, who is a haughty person is lacking in input, right, from the outside the world, people telling him how great he is, how incredible he is, how amazing he is, etc., etc., etc. So he, the male side, has nothing to give over to the female side, and therefore, the lack of hashpa causes the female side to uh, to get bigger and bigger and rise towards the male side as much as she possibly can, uh, which causes the atzvus, the depression, to grow uh, with leaps and bounds, so to speak. Then you have the opposite uh, paradigm, the opposite uh, uh, pattern, which is the idea of simcha, which is that on the side of the male side, you have the idea of the idea of humility. And the female side would be the idea of happiness. And so therefore the humility is not reliant upon uh, other people doing things for him. Other people saying things to him, other people impressing or uh, lauding him in any manner. And so as such, what happens is that uh, the simcha is not going to be impacted by any outside, uh, any outside forces. So it's just a matter of him giving over to himself this idea of simcha. And we said that the idea of the simcha really comes from asameach bechelko, <coughs> which means mamish, the portion of Hashem mamish that's inside of him. And so that's the true chelik of what he should be happy with. That's the only thing that's really uh, beyond nature that he has inside of himself. And that's, that's, that's really what he could be happy about. Okay, so I think we're on page 304. Let's start with uh, let's say Vahinehu Gamkain. Let's start with the Simcha side again. Yeah? Everyone sees it? So he says like this Vahinehu Gamkain. So this is also the opposite. Hashpa That with the lack of Hashpa, namely with that lack of the Shafa coming from the male side to the female side, it doesn't bother the female side whatsoever. Gam the bottom line is that with this lack of hashba, the person is not going to become depressed. The opposite is true. He's actually And the simcha really only comes from the fact that he is nothing in his eyes in an amistic way. Right? Like that's really the way he sees himself. And therefore, this whole idea of I deserve X or I deserve Y or I deserve PDQ, right, is totally not Shaykh by him. It's just not a it's not a Shaykh thing. It's not where he's holding. <coughs> and therefore he's constantly just happy with what he does have, with his chalik. Namely chalik el kamimal. Namely, the peace of Hashem that's inside of him. That's really what brings him the joy. That's really what is the self-generating energy that's coming to give him that simcha. And this is not mitzad himself at all. 
Let's just look at footnote number 17 a second. Right? Not that it's because of him, because he accomplished it, because he achieved this or something like that. The main thing is what? The main thing is that he's joyful and he's besimcha over the fact that he merited all through an inheritance to get this inside of himself from his fathers. That's the main point. In other words, it's not because I accomplished it. Right? I won the race, or I won the this, or I accomplished this, or I, whatever. It's because Hashem gave it to me. Right? That's what happens. It's only because of, it's a Yerusha from our forefathers. This Simcha is specifically coming from a place of Anava, of humility. That's where it's coming from. And the happier the person, the, the, the more of an anav, the more of a humble person he is, so then he's going to be more and more happy. That's what's going to happen to him. That's the idea. Because we see very clearly with our own eyes that someone who has this inner desire that he wants to become a big yesh, I want to become a movie star. I want to become a this. I want to become a that. Right? With all these different important levels. Like this is the idea. Automatically, automatically, he feels himself to be very, very important. And he feels himself. And more and more, like it says, right, in Yiddish, when you say that, uh, like let's say that a person's back is bothering him. So what does he say? He says he feels his back. You're not supposed to feel your back. Your back is supposed to be bottled to the rest of the body. But when it's not bottled to the rest of the body, you feel it. You're not supposed to feel it. That's the idea. So that's what he's saying here, the same concept. That he like he it's so he was so uh, driven in his own chashivas that what happens is that he feels himself be yoiser. And everything that he does, he wants to see how great it is that he accomplished it. And not just that he's grateful that he accomplished this thing, but that it's that he achieved it. It's his accomplishment with his might, right? Like it says about Paro, it's with, with his hands, right? He created the world. He created the Nile. He created, right? This is the idea. So he's constantly just looking at how great he is in all the things that he's doing. That's the opposite of humility. Automatically, built right, and so therefore, when he sees in himself, maybe that he's not doing so well, or he didn't do so many great things, or something like that, and he's mix, missing something, right, right. In other words, the things are not going his way. So who What happens is he falls into a deep depression, and that's what happens to people. But when he doesn't want it all to become this big yesh, this davar, this thing, to like reach up to this level, right? In other words, he's not he's not looking to do that. In other words, 
what are we saying here? It's on the one hand, it sounds a little bit negative because, like, what is he doesn't want to accomplish anything? That's not what he's saying. He's not saying that he has no interest in accomplishing anything. He's what he's saying here is that he's not saying that he wants to accomplish something to that way he should be lauded for it. That's the difference. So, in other words, a person is sitting and he wants to he wants to learn through through a mesechta gemara, right? For example, or he wants to learn through a whole hemshech or something like that. So that is a very positive goal, an extremely positive goal. But it's not like he now says, okay, because I finished this Masechta Gemara, I want everyone to take me out for sushi. Or I want everyone to like, you know, pat me on the back. That's not why I'm doing it. Why am I doing it? Because I know it's a good thing to do. And therefore, the fact that I know that it's a good thing to do is enough for me to do this thing. That's the idea. Right? <coughs> not that I want to now because I'm doing this so I should be the top rabbi in, uh, in New Jersey and therefore I want everyone to come and kiss my hand it's not what it is so obviously it's an extreme thing we're not talking about you know no one's thinking that in those lights but in a certain but it could be to a degree I am thinking that way because the things why am I doing this that way I should look good as opposed to because this is what the Abishur wants from me Hashem wants me to learn Taira. Hashem wants me to finish a Masechta. Hashem wants me to do a Hemshech or whatever. So therefore, that's why I'm doing it. It's a completely different approach. Right? And to recognize that if he does get the opportunity to actually finish it, Hashem is the one that's holding his hand the whole time, helping him through it. And even when he does all these good things, it's not because of him. Hashem is helping him. Hashem is helping me to understand this piece of Gemara, to understand this Taishos that's so hard. Right? In other words, I'm, I'm constantly falling back on that, that idea, that Hashem is the one that's helping me out through this thing. Azai lo yipol klal so therefore, it's not going to fall at all into Atmos at all if he doesn't, if he's lacking something. Because he, he's very appreciative of whatever he has. He's very grateful for whatever he has. So the fact that he's not getting this other thing, no. That's why Hashem wants it. Adarabha, yet tami besimcha, am besimcha. Ke'ein simcha yoyser memisha ein lo da'aga. Because, like it says, that the ultimate simcha is someone that doesn't have any worries. That he just feels in himself to be very humble, and he feels like in a, in a, in like he doesn't have to be better than anyone else. Right? In other words, feeling like I'm better than the next guy is not a healthy attribute. I don't have to feel like I'm better than anyone else. And therefore, he doesn't want anything. He doesn't need a thing. I don't need a thing. Whatever comes, comes. Whatever doesn't, doesn't. That's it. I don't need a thing. So then, obviously, he's not going to become worried. He's not going to become depressed. If he's lacking this thing, whatever it happens to be, I don't need anything. Uh, you know, I want to eat something. Okay, eat something, whatever. But, but I don't need, I don't need that that medium well steak. I don't need that. I, I'm, I'm not needing. That's what we have to say. <coughs> that simcha and anava are one thing. 
that from the Anava branches out the Simcha. This is the idea of the feminine side, Malchus, which is receiving from Zah. Half a Ha'atzvus is the opposite of Atzvus, Shehubachinus, Nukva de Klippa, as opposed to Atzvus, which is Nukva de Klippa, Shemekabelus, Mindacha de Klippa, Shehubachinus, which is receiving from the, the masculine side of Klippa, which is the haughtiness and the arrogance. So the person realizes now that if he wants to be Besimcha, he has to work in this direction. This is the direction he has to he has to go in. He has to get to a point that he is feeling humble. He's feeling humbled. He's feeling like what what are his true characteristics? What is he doing with himself? And that's what he feels. That's what he that's what he's involved in. Yeah, Beseder? Let's go further. So we see that in Klipa itself. This idea of the nukfa is even worse klipa than the dachar. Meaning, what he's going to say here is that the you see the ultimate result is the atzvus, and the atzvus is really the goal of klipa. It's really the goal of the sitra to throw a person into atzvus. He'll make him haughty. He'll make him arrogant in any way that he can, in order that he should get to the point that he is feeling depressed. Like, in other words, that is the goal. When a person does something wrong, what does the klipa want? The klipa, right, the sitra achra, what it wants more than anything else is that this person should get depressed. That's what he wants more than anything else. That's the feeling that he has, right? That he wants him to get depressed. He wants him to feel the, de- the, 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 the depression. That's the, that's the nekuda of what he wants him to do. Yeah? Why? Because that is the goal. That is the goal. Once a person is depressed, then, then they've had it. It's, it's all over. Like we said so earlier in the, in the Mimer. Remember that person who didn't have a tikkun of the Shama from the times of the, of the Gemara. Right? Because why? Because he got depressed. So the Gassus of Ruach is the, is the instrument that Klippa uses in order to get a person depressed. Kabish? Good? So he says, V'hainu ma'ashu mis'asev. Namely, the fact that he makes himself depressed and the fact that he is not a davarma, he's not a something. This is the klipa. This is a much worse klipa than the haughtiness itself, the arrogance itself. When it is expressed to becoming a yesh and a davarma. <laughs> now we understand why Atzvus specifically is called the Askufa, is called the threshold. Because the idea is that if the Klippa, the Sitra Acher, could get a person depressed, then it wins. Why does it win? Because then he has no energy to do anything. He doesn't even have the energy to do tshuva. Why does it matter? Why should I even bother waking up in the morning? Why should I even bother with this whole project. Like, who cares? He gets to a point where he closes off in himself all of his, uh, all of his uh, pipeline, all of his energy flow. It's an idea of yush, right? He just gives up, gives up hope. Just forget it. It's all over, right? That's what it said a lot of times. Uh, you know, and people, as long as they have hope, right, they're like, they're like, they're like could survive. But once they lose hope, then it's all over. That's the ultimate goal of the klipa. 
get this person to a point where he is given up hope. That's the idea. In other words, this is what brings him to be in the Heichalas of Klipa. Going from one level to the next level in an inner way. Namely, that through the Simcha, which comes from the Anava, that's the opposite. So, in other words, when a person is besimcha, so then he has the he is that's the threshold to all the inner chambers of good of kedusha. In other words, a person is filled with chayis, person is filled with happiness. So then, that is the direction. That's how he could potentially right go to all the highest levels. Remember our, our first parak of this mimer about the arizal. The Arizal said about himself, why did he why was he able to reach the highest levels of Gili Eliyahu, right? And Gili Elakuz? He says, because I had a simcha, a simcha shall mitzvah. The simcha, the simcha is the is the is the key, right, to the lock to get us into the levels of Kedusha. That's how we do it. The ingredients to the simcha is the anava. But the but the simcha itself is the is the uh, passageway. Of how to do it. This is the idea going back to what we said earlier of the the sign or the impression that is impressed upon the nishamas of the of the people, <coughs> which is coming which is coming from the levels of the makifim, to guard them from the chitzainim, that a person shouldn't fall into this level of askufa, which is known as the askufa in other words that ice is what keeps us away from this level of atzvah like it says that a person who <coughs> a person who comes to mitame himself he wants to go in the direction of, of Tuma. So Hashem opens up the doorways. Nun Shari Tuma, to the 50 gateways of Tuma. That's it. And that person that fell so much. Remember, we talked about him earlier in the Mimer. The one that fell right into the worst terrible things that he had to have a Tikkun to a Nishama like 1500 years later. That's because Hashem took away from him this sign that guards him from falling into these, low, into these terrible levels. And he fell into this depression. That's what caused him to fall into the Chitzonim. And it caused him to go Going lower and lower levels, one level after another level. Yes, good. Now we can answer the question that we asked before. What was that question? Remember, we asked the question. We asked the question before. He messed up with a uh, with a mitzvah, and he became upset about it. He got depressed, and because of that, he held from level to level. And our question was, that doesn't make any sense. If he messed up with an Avera, what do you want from him? Do you want him to be like singing and dancing? Or to be upset about the fact that he... He says, no, 
That's the reason why, because he messed up with this. And now we can understand. How could it be that because he got upset, he got depressed over the fact that he did a sin, that's why he got into this terrible punishment. So, because we could see the difference in this. So we could see a difference. And he's going to make a very important distinguishing point here. The point that he's making here is that a person gets upset on the fact that he sinned against Hashem. He did something bad in Hashem's eyes. As opposed to a person who is not upset about the fact that he sinned against Hashem or he did something bad in the eyes of Hashem. That he separated himself, so to speak, from the Achdus Hashem, from the Yichud of Hashem. Rak kereikan. But instead, he's upset that how can I have messed up? That how could I have done this? How could I have been the one that I messed up? I, the great me, that I made this silly mistake, that I made this stupid mistake, that I am the one that... It's a very big difference. Right? This is going back to our, 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 our story before with regards to, remember, our finals in the, in the NBA. The guy that goes down the court, takes the shot and misses with, with 10 seconds left. And he's all, how could I have missed the shot? And he pulls himself out of the game. As opposed to, oh no, I, I messed up for the team. We have to get back on defense quickly. It's a totally, di- it's, it's, it's very subtle. In a certain way, it's a very subtle difference. But it's a completely different world. One is focusing on the me, that how could I have messed up? And one is focusing on the greater picture of the team, or the greater picture in this case of Hashem, that I caused there to be damage to the Jewish people, to take myself out of the actus of Hashem. That's the issue. It's a very different experience. This is the only idea of, this is klipa. That on the one hand, yes, he's upset that he, ma- he made a mistake, that he made a sin. Right? That's true. That's not a bad thing. But what is he upset about? He's upset about the fact that he made the mistake, that he messed up in the eyes of Hashem, that he did something wrong. It's the him. The focus is on the me, not on Hashem. And then this is what causes him to just fall further and further. If I can make this sin, then you know, what's the point anyway? What is it, what is it worth? You know, why should I even try? And this is what is known as the askupa. This is called the threshold to cause him to go into further and further uh, chambers of tuma. And so therefore, this atzvus, this feeling of, of depression, is what causes him to get into bigger trouble. In other words, he's not going to change himself in terms of the bigger picture. Because he's thinking so much about himself and his own feelings... So because of that, what's happening is that in that set of thinking so much about his own feelings, he's like giving up because I'm not as great as I thought I was. As opposed to working harder for the team. Right? 
you, I mean, presumably, like when you were in college with the team, it's like it's like a very different mentality, and you have people that are on these teams that are that are like very self, you know, focused, and they mess up, and they, and 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 it's a, it's an ego thing, and you have the other side of the coin is the is the idea of of very focused on the team and very focused on doing whatever needs to be done. It's like it explains about. Right, uh, the sicha that I was reading with my uh, with my little son yesterday, uh, we had this thing, this father son thing, right? It's talking about Nachshon ben Aminadav, and how is it possible that he could have done mysterious nefesh? And right, and the whole story over there that the Rebbe asked, and he brings it back to Avram Avinu and the whole idea of that uh, you know that it wasn't that he was searching for for uh, mysterious nefesh. There was a mission that needed to be done. The mission was to go to Har Sinai. That's the mission. That's it. That's the mission that needs to be done. So if that's the mission that needs to be done, so that anything that gets in the way just has to, you know, he does whatever needs to be done. He's not thinking about it in terms of, I have to do mysterious nefesh. I have to. It's not about me. It's about what the mission is. Let's finish to the end of this, uh, end of this uh, parak. That's what happens when the based in Shomayla makes a gezerah. On a neshama that's in this world, she tarred that he should become very. Uh, tarred means like, uh, like, like very busy, but it means like submerged in the busyness, like like so like uh, you know just like takes so much out of him. With this world, and that he should fall into the heichalasaklipa. Like the idea of naziva, naziva is the idea of like um, of like being, I think you know in in modern day English it would be called excommunicated, but it doesn't literally mean excommunicated. Like there was different punishments that based him would do, that you know if someone did something wrong, so naziva was one of those punishments where you have to sit outside and take off his shoes and whatever, like different things, like a certain level of embarrassment. Here, uh, it's like the idea of distancing him or divorcing him from the heichalos of kedusha, right? Like, like it says, like the idea of kain was was divorced from Gan Eden. He had to go out. So what happens is that 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 the based in Shomayla could pull off of this person the shmira from the chitzanim. But who ye pull the atzus al davar now? And then he'll fall into atzus. Aj yoimer libo nuish. Until he says to his heart, I give up. That's it, I give up. I, it's not worth fighting anymore. That's it. Me'ad, me'ad, ye pull vaveras chamuras. And then little by little, he'll just start to fall into bigger and bigger averas. Avera goreras avera. And one avera will cause another one. And that's what exactly what happened to that person that didn't have a tikkun, right? Until, until uh, what you might call it, till the times of the Arizal, and it's dilemavin. Good, clear. So I mean, there's not. I mean, the way the Mitla Rebbe writes, it's like so clear. He like it, points, it takes you point by point by point by point. You don't need so much. Uh, you know, extra explanation, but I think it's I think it's very clear what he's saying here, and that's what we have to focus on in ourselves. So the idea is we have to see in ourselves, like practically speaking, you know, feel if I'm besimcha, and, and to recognize that the ingredient for simcha is anava. That's the ingredient, not by buying a new car, not by buying a new uh, piece of clothing, or not by 
even uh, accomplishing, you know, uh, learning a Mesechta Gemara. Uh, the idea is, obviously, but the idea is that, that do I have the ingredients for Simcha? Or, am I foc- or I, do I have the ingredients for Atzvus? And that's what a person has to spend time reflecting in himself and to see that where is my, where is my highest coming from? And to recognize that in himself that it has to be on track, it has to be on target, otherwise he's, he, he's setting himself up for bad things. Seder? All right, so let's stop here. We'll continue with the help of God tomorrow.